We're going to kick off today uh, a series of messages that we've titled Healthy Things Grow and Growing Things Change. Healthy Things Grow and Growing Things Change. Amen. In other words, amen, what we're going to talk about is some spiritual growth. Amen. And understanding and knowing uh, what God wants us to do, how he wants us to be, and, uh, and how we're to get there. Amen. And so uh, we're going to kick this off. Amen. This morning, part number one, amen, today is going to be titled, Break Up Your Fallow Ground. Break Up Your Fallow Ground. I remember, you know, Granny Cox passed away earlier this year, but I remember uh, that house that she had in uh, and uh, I guess you would call that uh, Cottage Hill or Gonzales area, whatever you want to call it. But uh, over off Williams Ditch Road, right around the corner over here, uh, at the bottom of the hill there, they had uh, 50 acres and a house there. And uh, I remember, you know, going to stay with Granny at, when I was younger and when I was a kid. And uh, uh, at different times, every once in a while, she'd say, Tony, I want you to come in here. Uh, and she had a, she had a door uh, in her bedroom there, and on the door jam, uh, she would measure my height. I mean, so she, I would go in there at different times as I was growing up, and she would mark it with a pen or a pencil or something, and she'd write out beside it how old I was or what the date was. I don't even remember now. Uh, but I, I remember that, and uh, I remember going in there, and even as I started to get older, I kind of recognized, and know, oh, you know, you look back at it, and you know, uh, sometimes those lines were really close together which means I didn't really grow a whole lot, right, between the last time that I had uh, been measured and that one. But every once in a while, there was a, there was a big gap between the lines. And that's when I hit one of them big old growth spurts, I guess, and, uh, uh, and uh, began to, to sprout upwards. And so, you know, it was, it was interesting, amen, to see that. I mean, but it was a way for, uh, for Granny to, to measure my, my growth over time. She was able to see progress, and, and we were as well. And so, you know, as we think about that today, I mean, just like we grow physically uh, from an infant into adulthood, or uh, if you want to think about, I mean, some of you probably plant a garden or have planted a garden or been involved with that, amen, you watch these things begin to grow and you watch them grow over time, you should see some progress. You want to see that, that child go from an infant, amen, and grow up into adulthood. And you want to see uh, that, uh, that garden that you've planted, you want to see those plants go from a seed and begin to sprout up out of the ground. But you don't want it to stop there, right? You want it to keep growing. You want it to get bigger. You want it to produce the fruit, amen, that you have planted it for, the purpose you've planted it for. And so as we begin to think about, amen, our spiritual walk with God, there should also be some markers. There should be some things where we can measure the growth in, in Christ that we have, amen. And there are, I believe, some ways that we can do that. And that's what we're going to talk about, amen, through this series. I believe that uh, as we're going to talk about this morning, amen, breaking up your fallow ground. And before we can begin to grow, before we can begin to produce fruit, uh, before we can begin to put on the fruit of the Spirit and operate in the gifts of the Spirit or any of those other things, amen, that we want to talk about in spiritual maturity and moving forward in Christ, Amen. We've got to get the ground right. We've got to get the foundation correct. And so, amen, I want to talk about this subject this morning. Amen. Break up, amen, your fallow ground. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me uh, to the book of Hosea, amen, chapter number 10. Hosea chapter number 10. It's an Old Testament book. Amen. Let's see if I can help you. Amen. Find it. Amen. Today, it's going to, if you, get, if you find the book of Daniel, take a right. Amen. Hosea, then Joel, then Amos. So if you hit Joel or Amos, take a left. Amen. If you're still lost, go to the table of contents. It's page 940 in my book. Amen. Probably not yours. Amen. 
Hosea chapter number 10. We're going to have it on the screen as well. Hosea chapter number 10, verse number 12. We're just going to read one verse this morning. Hallelujah. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. I'm going to read that one more time because it's good. It's only one verse. Amen. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Bow your heads and let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, God, for the next few minutes, God, just uh, anoint me, God, to speak. God, only that which you would have me to speak, God, let me deliver the message, God, that you've delivered to me and put upon my heart. God, let me do it, God, with grace and God, to season with salt, God, today. God, and help me, God, Lord, to lead, God, and direct, God, today as you lead, God, and direct me, God, in this message this morning. In Jesus' name, we ask it. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Break up your fallow Graham. Well, before we get there, amen, you can just leave that verse up there for, uh, for a while, Kelly, and uh, amen, we're going to come back to it, kind of talk about it. The first part of it there says, sow to yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy. All throughout the word of God, there is this principle of sowing and reaping. The Bible says, whatsoever we sow, that also is what we're going to reap, right? Uh, new, put it in new terminology for you, amen, you start talking about computers, amen, and we got a, amen, a, a kind of a, a running or standing uh, joke with that, I mean, you put junk in, you're going to get junk out, I mean, that computer, amen, doesn't know, amen, how to figure out that you put the wrong information in, I mean, if you put the wrong information into it, you're going to get the wrong information out of it, amen, and so whatever it is that we sow, whatever it is that we put, uh, uh, put our emphasis on, whatever it is that we pour our lives into, amen, those are the things that we are going to reap back in return. Jesus tells us very plainly, if, if you reap, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, if you sow righteousness, I mean, he says it here in Hosea, but Jesus talks about it in the New Testament. If you sow righteousness, if you sow the things of God, you sow love and joy and peace and mercy and gentleness and goodness uh, and all of these things, you're going to reap those things in return. Remember what he says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall all men give into your bosom, for with the same measure that you meet, so in other words, the same measure that you give, with all, you're going to receive it back again. I mean, so this idea of sowing and reaping, I mean, is found all throughout the Word of God. And so, I mean, as we begin to talk about spiritual application of that today, I mean, here's the thing. If we sow to the flesh, we're going to reap the works of the flesh. Amen. Y'all don't get quiet on me now. Amen. If we sow to the Spirit then we're going to reap the things of the Spirit, which are things like the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit and, uh, amen, those things operating in our lives. And so uh, we, uh, we want to be in a place, amen, where we're sowing not to the flesh, not my own desires, not my own thoughts, right? Not what makes me feel good, amen, but what pleases God, amen, and those things that He would have, amen, me to do. But before we can sow and hope to reap, we first got to prepare the ground. I remember, amen, planting a garden. Uh, I remember all the way back to, I really remember, I guess, Grandma Shackle, Grandma and Grandpa Shackle's uh, house there, and they always had, had a garden. That garden was huge to me. I don't know how big, you know, things get smaller as you get older when you think back on them, but, amen, it seemed like it was just a huge garden because we'd have to go out there and pull weeds some days, and we'd have to go out there and 
pick peas. It seems like we pick peas all day, and when you get done picking peas, you're not done because you got to shell them. And we didn't have one of those fancy shellers, amen. We had uh, fingers and buckets. That's what you had to shell, amen, the peas with, amen. I remember planting one at the, at the house there in Brad, amen, at different times. And, uh, but the first thing you always did, amen, and uh, uh, Dad taught me how to get on the tractor and plow the, plow the rows, amen, and those kind of things. And uh, the first thing you always did, you had to get the ground right. You had to plow it up. Uh, you had to get some things moving around. And so... Amen. We've got to do that, amen, in our lives today. If you get ready to plant a garden, you're going you're gonna to prepare the soil. And so spiritually speaking, amen, if we're going to grow in Christ, if we're going to see those markers, amen, growing, amen, day after day after day, instead of stay, staying at the same point and at the same level in our spiritual relationship with God, amen, we're going to have to prepare the soil first. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, just go ahead and tell you a spoiler alert. The soil is your heart. Right? We may not have time to get to it today, but I, I know you all know this. I mean, Jesus taught the parable of the sower. Some call it the parable of the soils. But there were four different types of soils, amen, that Jesus talked about there. He said the seed sometimes falls on the wayside. In other words, just hard-packed soil, amen, it's, it's, nothing's going to happen. People walk on it, trample on it, the birds come and get it, right? Uh, the second type, amen, was stony ground. Amen, there was stony ground there, that seed planted. It, it, it came up, it did something, I mean, it began to grow, but because it had no soil, it had nothing that it had, uh, could take root in. Uh, when, as soon as the sun came out, I mean, it burned the thing up, right? And that represented, I mean, in that parable, it represents uh, uh, the deceitfulness of, of riches, I mean, and things, are, you know, things of the flesh, things that we go after in our lives. The third type, amen, that was there was, uh, amen, thorny ground. Amen. The soil was good, but there were weeds, there were thorns. Uh, there were things that were in the way, and those things been to, began to grow up. And so, amen, as soon as uh, things got a little bit difficult, amen, Jesus said, those people began to get choked out by those things because of, amen, they're growing up around them. You know, those weeds, those thorns, amen, they will just choke the life, amen, out of whatever it is that you're trying to grow, and they'll take over if you're not careful. Amen. But there was a fourth type of soil, and that was good ground. That was ground where the seed could be planted, and where that seed could be watered, and when that seed would germinate, it would grow, amen, and produce, amen, fruit, amen, some a hundredfold, amen, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold, amen. We all produce uh, maybe a little bit differently, and God has different works and different ways that He works in our lives, amen. But there should be, amen, some good soil in our hearts, amen, that will allow us uh, to plant the seed of the Word of God down inside of our lives. Let it be watered by the Holy Spirit, amen, and begin to grow and begin to produce some things in our lives. And that's what we want to talk about in this message this morning. Break up your fallow ground. So what's fallow ground? Well, fallow ground is ground that's been unused. Now, pause here just for a second. We're not going to get off on, on this, but, and we'll get back to our message, amen. But fallow ground can actually be beneficial. Sometimes you let the ground lay fallow, amen, to let, amen, the nutrients come back into the soil, amen. So the next time that you plant it, amen, maybe, uh, maybe you get a different uh, or a better result. You get a better harvest. Sometimes you, you rotate crops. You don't plant the same crop in the same place over and over and over again because it pulls those same nutrients out. You rotate those out. So fallow ground has some benefits, amen, but, but, but fallow ground, amen, in the, in the context of what we're talking about here, amen, is ground, amen, in our hearts, amen, that has not been used used, it has not been plowed, it has not been fertilized, it has not been, amen, in the place, amen, where God would have it to be. So fallow ground, uh, amen, I guess we could all agree on this, fallow ground in its current condition is not good for growing. It's not. Amen. You don't try to plant a crop in fallow ground. 
You want to plant a crop in, in, in something that's been plowed, fertilized, watered, like we talk about. You want soil that's soft and workable. You want something that's rich in nutrients. You want something that has the right moisture content. Amen. And so, as we begin to think about our hearts and lives today, as we prepare ourselves, uh, amen, to grow in Christ, to continue to move up and forward, amen, in Him, amen, we have got to be in a place, amen, where we are willing to break up our fallow ground, amen, break up those areas, uh, amen, that have been hard and callous, those areas. Uh, amen. Won't allow the, so the, uh, the, the seed of the Spirit to penetrate into. Amen. It won't allow the water of the Holy Spirit. Amen. To penetrate into. And, and, and we do that. Uh, amen. And we cultivate those things through. This is just a, this is the ABCs of Christianity right here. Okay. <laughs> this is Christianity 101. We say this all the time, but it is so true. And if we get these things right, Amen. We'll get our heart right and we'll get our soul right. We cultivate these things through Bible study, through prayer, and through worship. Bible study, prayer, and worship. It's really just that simple. John showed me his Bible this morning. He was, um, he's been talking about getting a, a, a journaling Bible or a note-taking Bible for a long time. And he got one and he's got, his, he's got a format down and he's got a, a way that he studies and he's color-coded his different notes and all those kinds of things. That's perfect. That's perfect. And I told him, you know, that's, you know, we all learn differently. We all study differently. And whatever it takes for us to learn it, whatever it takes for us to, to study it and get it down inside of our hearts, what we need to do. Amen. It's that important. It is that important to us, amen, to have that word of God down inside of our hearts and lives. Amen. Because if we're not careful, amen, I don't care how long you've been a Christian. Go ahead and y'all go get quiet again. Sorry. Amen. I'm going to preach anyway. I'll preach to myself. I'll amen myself, I'll lay hands on myself and anoint myself, I'll fall out on the floor by myself, I'll get up by myself, amen, and I'll shout by myself, amen, if that's what it takes, amen, but I'm going to tell you this morning, I don't care how long you've been saved and I don't care how long you've been a Christian, amen, the soul of our hearts can get hard, it can get calloused. It can get in a place, amen, where we're just, if you look at the marks on the door, if you look at the marks on the wall, amen, there's really no change that's happening. It's so minuscule and so small that we can't see, amen, the progression in Christ. And that should not be the case. We should be in a place, I don't care how long, if you've been saved 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, amen, we're progressing and moving forward, amen, in Him, amen. And that's where I want us to get us to, amen, today. Bible study, prayer, worship. It's really just that simple, amen, this morning. So what does it mean to break up our fallow ground? What does it mean to break up our fallow ground, Amen. Point number one this morning is this. You got to pull the weeds. You got to pull the weeds. Amen. And if you, uh, you say, well, what's, uh, what's the significance of that? I mean, number one, I mean, this is the one we don't like. Huh? We got to get rid of sin out of our lives. Amen. We got to get rid of anything in our hearts that are, that are hindrances, that are weights, amen, that are sins, that are, amen, pulling us down and bringing us to a place where we cannot, amen, produce, amen, the fruit that God wants us to produce because, amen, the, we the weeds and the thorns and those things are just choking the spiritual life, amen, out of us, and they will, amen. Let me tell you, amen, you don't have to, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out, amen, today because I can, I can watch people. I know where you say, Brother Tony, you're not supposed to judge people, but I can tell you, amen, I mean, you can judge people by the fruit that they bear, or you can judge people by the fruit that they don't bear. Amen. I a good tree is going to produce good fruit. 
A bad tree is going to produce bad fruit. Amen. And it's just that way. Amen. And so you can see, I can watch, uh, amen, as different times in my life and different times in, in, in other people's lives that I'm around, you can just see, amen, the moments where the Bible study, the prayer, and the worship just gets pushed to the back burner. Amen. But other things become more important. Other things take the priority. Amen. Our relationship with God is not the priority that it should be any longer. And as soon as that happens, sin begins to creep in. As soon as you quit going out there, and you go out there every day sometimes, all right, every other day. You take the hoe or the shovel, or, I mean, sometimes we just went out there with our hands. Amen. And you had to pull the weeds out of the way because if you didn't get control of them early, amen, it was going to take over and it would be more than what you were willing and sometimes able, amen, to take care of and get rid of. Amen. And the same thing is true with sin in our lives. When we start getting Bible study, amen, and, and our worship and our prayer time with God and those sort of things start taking the back burner. The weeds start to grow. They come in. And before you know it, those things will take over. Amen. The old saying is sin will carry you further than you want to go. It will cost you more than you can afford to pay. And it will keep you longer than you want to stay. Amen. Sin will creep up on you. Amen. But once it does, amen, it will take over your life if you're not careful. And so we've got to be willing daily as Christians, daily, amen, to go pull the weeds. I got to get rid of some things in my life because I'm going to go ahead and tell you, amen, if y'all are this morning, amen, praise God for you, but I'm not perfect. Far from it. Amen. I've still got some weeds in my life. Amen. If that disappoints you this morning, I'm sorry. Amen. But I'm here to tell you there is no perfection behind this pulpit this morning. Amen. We've all got we've all got things in our lives that we got to pull out of the way. And sometimes, you know, going out there and pulling the weeds was not the fun part. Amen. You didn't reap a harvest with that. Amen. You didn't get the amen the the butter beans or the peas or the amen whatever it was that you were planting there. You didn't get those things. It seemed like a lot of work. Amen. For for not getting anything in return in those moments. But weeding out that garden was very beneficial because you would not have gotten the harvest at the end of the thing had you not done it. And pulling the weeds is not fun. And sometimes pulling the thorns is painful, right? You ever done that before? Reach down there and grab something you didn't realize it was a thorn? <laughs> Amen. You grab it, you pull it up, and you realize, whoop, it's too late now. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes pulling the thorns and the weeds out of our lives, I mean, can be painful. Amen. It takes some effort. That's why Jesus said it in this way. He didn't paint us, amen, a picture of a, of a rose garden and say it's just all going to be good. He said, no. He said, I want you to de deny yourself, get your heart right, get your soul right, take up your cross, and follow me. See, following Christ is going to cost you something. Salvation is free. It's a free gift of God. It's by grace, through faith. But following Christ is going to cost you something. But I can tell you that cost that it's, that it's going to take sometimes to pull those weeds, uh, uh, the cost that it's going to take us sometimes to get rid of the thorns out of our life, it is well worth it because there's going to be a harvest at the end. I believe he says in Galatians chapter number 6, amen, if we faint not, if we don't give up, if we don't quit, if we keep pursuing God, I mean, there is going to be, amen, that, uh, that harvest there at the end. So first we've got to pull the weeds. Then number two, we've got to plow the soil, Right? Uh, we got to get those old dirt clods out of the way. Sometimes there's rocks and things. You got you don't want those things in there. You got to get all that cleaned out. You got to move all those things out of the way. Amen. So plowing up the soil and preparing our hearts. I think the first thing that we got to say is this. And we talked about this as we studied Matthew chapter number five in the Sermon on the Mount. 
our Sermon on the Mount, amen, in our Bible study, is this, amen, we have to humble ourselves down before God. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Poor in spirit, those that are humble, amen, before God. So we're going to have to, if we're going to prepare the soul and get it right, and have it in a place where God can use it, amen, we've got to be, amen, in a place where we're humble before God. What does that mean? It means you're going to have to let go of some pride. Man, that one hurts. It does. We're going to have to let go of some pride. We're going to have to allow God to sometimes to take out a heart of stone out of our lives and give us a heart of flesh. Been in those moments, amen, in my life, amen, where I've just hardened my heart against different people and different situations and circumstances in my life. I mean, you realize, amen, after a while, I mean, the only way God is going to allow you to continue to grow is if you soften that heart back up and allow him Amen, to make it malleable again, amen, and make it and form it into what he'd have it to be. We're going to have to let go of some past hurts. That's a big one for some of us that have been hurt, amen, in different areas, amen, of our lives, amen, sometimes related to church, amen, sometimes related to family, amen, whatever the case is, amen, but sometimes we've got to let go of those things. We're going to have to crucify the flesh. I don't know about you, but I've got to crucify mine daily, Amen. It's a daily effort sometimes, amen, to stay ahead of some of these things that are trying to grow up in my life. We're going to have to change our attitude about things. Amen. The Bible says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What does that mean? Change your attitude, amen, about, amen, about God and about who he is. And we're going to have to let the word of God penetrate our heart. Amen. I, I like this quote. It's a long quote, but if you'll bear with me, I want to read it this morning. Amen to you. This is... Uh, from Charles Spurgeon, he says this, How is it with you? Do you get upset because the hymns are too old, they're too fast, or too slow? Is the sermon too long? Y'all don't amen that one. Do you not like this preacher or that preacher for some reason? Is there a hard crust over your heart so when God rains down his word upon you, it doesn't penetrate your heart, but it goes in one ear and out the other without having any impact on your life? The Lord says, break up your fallow ground. We must remove the hard crust on our hearts, which desensitizes us, so that we are open, tender, and sensitive before the Lord. Amen. A wonderful description of, of what God wants us to be and how he wants us to respond, amen, to him and his word. Amen. So we got to, amen, again this morning, we got we to gotta pull the weeds, number one, we got to Amen. We've got to uh, plow the soil. I mean, get our hearts right, number two. And then number three, we've got to plant the seeds. We've got to let the Word of God penetrate our heart. I like what John brought up this morning. I'm, I'm, uh, I apologize for using this as an example throughout this message this morning, but... Uh, Amen. I, I, uh, I love that about, uh, amen, the way he showed me how he's studying and how he's, how he's uh, getting into the Word of God because, you know, it, Bible reading is good. It's good to read the Bible. Amen. But it's more beneficial to us if we'll study the Bible, if we'll take time to break it down, if we'll take time to figure out, not just read it and say, okay, that sounded great. Amen. But take the next step and say, okay, well, how does that apply to me today? How do I put that into practice? What does that mean? 
Amen. For me and my relationship with God, how do I take the, the words that are on the page of this book and how do I apply them to my heart so it makes a change in me so I can produce that fruit? So because, you know, I'm not, uh, amen, uh, I'm not producing, maybe this is, uh, this is somebody outside the church. This isn't somebody in here this morning. Amen. Uh, but they, they out there might say, well, I'm not producing a lot of love. <laughs> What can I do? What can I pull out of the word of God so that, amen, how can I get to the place, amen, where I see the importance of this and I apply this to my life and begin to produce the fruit of love in my life? Somebody out there may say, well, I don't have a lot of joy. I don't have a lot of peace. I don't have a lot of long suffering. I don't have a lot of patience. Anybody got a lot of patience in here? Amen. I don't know. Amen. But you might say, amen, I don't have a lot of these things. How do I allow these things to begin to grow? Because I've been saved for a long time. I've been saved for a while. Amen. And I just don't really see any progress in my life in these areas. Amen. Stop reading the Bible. Start studying the Bible. Amen. Start, stop, uh, amen, uh, letting other things take the priority over your prayer time with God and start scheduling time to be with Jesus. Amen. Start worshiping and praising Him and glorifying and honoring Him. Not just in here and raising your hands and shouting and uh, uh, whatever the case may be, but, uh, amen, you worship God. I said it this morning. You worship by God by giving your tithes and your offering. That's a form of worship. You worship God by the way you live your life. You worship God by, amen, showing other people your light that's inside of your heart, amen, and giving them a hope and a, uh, something to look forward to and, and know that Jesus wants to change them, amen. There's many, many different ways that we can do it. We've got to allow the, the seed of the Word of God and, and to begin to plant inside of our hearts and begin to produce and to begin to grow. We've got to give it the right environment, amen. We've got, just like that garden, you've got to give it the fertilizer. You've you got to make sure the soil's right. You've got to give it enough water. Amen. If we, uh, uh, remember times we had, we probably had to tote water in buckets out there to that garden we had. And we didn't have a water hose back there or anything. I don't think, it, at least initially, we didn't. If I remember correctly, I remember carrying the water buckets out there and you had to, you know, walk down the rows and pour the buckets in there. Amen. Why? Amen. Because sometimes God sends the rain. Amen. We th you thank God. When you got a garden, you thank God for them days when it rains. Amen. But sometimes God don't send the rain. Sometimes God allows it to get a little dry. Amen. Sometimes, amen, spiritually speaking, amen, God wants to send the rain, amen, of his righteousness in our hearts. Uh, amen. But we're not prepared where we need to be at. And he said, I'm not pouring out my rain on fallow ground. God said, I'm waiting on you to break up your fallow ground. I'm waiting for you, amen, to begin to pull the weeds. I'm waiting on you to plow the soil up. I'm waiting for you to plant those, the seeds, uh, amen, that are there to produce uh, what I want to produce in your life. And when you get the fallow ground broken up, uh, he said, I will rain down righteousness, amen, upon you and fill your life. Amen. And we've got to be in that position. If you say, well, but Tony, it sure feels like a little dry spiritually in my life. Amen. I'm not really... Growing, I'm not really producing. It doesn't seem like, amen, what I want to, amen. Let me tell you, it may be because you've not broken up your fallow ground. Maybe because there's still some areas of our lives that need to be changed, that need to be broken up, amen, that need, amen, to be cultivated the way that God wants us to cultivate those things in our life. He says in this verse, it is time to seek the Lord. If there ever was a time, if there ever was a time to seek the Lord, the time is now. Because here's, here's the deal, guys. Um, I had a guy at work come to me the other day. Well, he actually sent me an email that his pastor had sent out, I guess, to their church. 
And in that email, um, he basically said, look, we're getting down to the end of this. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We're getting down to the bottom line here. Jesus is coming soon. You need to get ready. I mean, it was, it was good. You know, he did a good job. Um, and he, he sent it to me, and he talked to me. He said, do you have a chance to read that email? I said, yeah, I read, I read through it. He said, what do you think about it? I said, well, yeah, it sounded pretty good to me. You know, it's, uh, I'd probably say about the same thing to, you know, to my folks, you know, get ready. And he said, I don't know about all that. I said, what, what do you mean you don't know about all that? Well, all this, you know, we're, we're in a hurry and we're trying to, Jesus is coming back soon. He said, I, I just, I don't, I, don't, I don't get that. I said, well, I said, well, why not? And he said, well, you know, it's just, and I, I don't know. I just, I just don't feel like, you know, that's, that's what we should be focusing on right now. I thought, well, you know, um, Somebody needs to break up their fallow ground. Um, but if you can't look out in the world today and read that Bible and connect the dots <laughs> that this thing is about to come to an end, hey man, we're missing the point. Ray Charles, Ray Charles could see it. Hey man, I agree with that 100%. Hey man, it's happening, it's coming, it's, it's coming soon. <laughs> It's coming now. Now is the time to seek the Lord. Tomorrow may be too late. Amen. At some point, they may, amen, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Amen. We've seen what this, this country has done. We've seen what our government has done. We've seen how they put their hand in every, every single area of our lives just about it. Amen. And it's not going to get better, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to get worse. Amen. We need to have that word of God so planted in our hearts and in our lives. I mean, there's been messages that have been preached that I've heard Brother Porter preach, that I've heard my dad preach, that I've heard Brother uh, Ralph Johnson preach, that I've heard her dad preach, that I've heard, I mean, other ministers preach. There's been seeds that's been planted that have never been watered and grown in my life, amen, that are going to come out one day, amen, those, those messages and those words uh, of the word of God, amen, the Holy Spirit is going to rain down, amen, righteousness on my heart if I'll keep my my heart, amen, and life right with him, amen, and break up my fallow ground, amen, in those moments, amen, in trials and tribulations when I'm going through things uh, that I don't know how to face them, uh, amen, sometimes God just sends the rain, and that seed that has been there in the ground for so many years, uh, amen, will get watered, amen, and that word of God will bring something to my remembrance, uh, amen, that'll strengthen me, that'll help me, that'll build me up, uh, amen, that'll bring me through what I'm going through. I'm here to tell us today, today, and now is the time. Amen. To seek the Lord. Amen. Because, uh, amen, tomorrow we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what this world is going to turn into or what, uh, amen, is going to come. Amen. But we know one thing. Uh, amen. If we'll hold on to God, if we begin to seek Him, uh, amen, in His righteousness in our lives, He said, I will send the rain. What's the rain? The rain is His blessing. The rain is His favor. The rain is His grace. The rain is His mercy. The rain is the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome obstacles that are in our way. Amen. If you want to see, amen, those little growth marks go from something that you can't really tell the difference between the lines to starting to see, amen, your life begin to change. Your life begin to, uh, to just take root and begin to grow and take off. Amen. Let me tell you what. Start with breaking up your fallow ground. Amen. I don't know about you. I have to do that every once in a while. I don't know what it is about me, but I just have to do it every once in a while. 
Amen. There's just times, amen, where I've got to stop and I've just got to say, God, I've gotten too busy. I've gotten too big for my own britches. Amen. If I could just use that terminology this morning. Amen. I've just gotten to the place to where, amen, God, I'm, I'm not seeing the benefits. I'm not seeing the growth that I want to see. Amen. Let me encourage you this morning. If you're there, amen, break up your fallow ground. Amen. This morning. Amen. Let me ask you a couple of questions as I close this morning. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to stand if you're able to stand with me today. Is there any fallow ground in our hearts? Are there some areas where we need to pull the weeds? We need to get rid of sin out of our lives. Are there some areas where we need to plow the soil or we need to prepare our hearts? Amen. Where we need to get back, amen, into the Word of God, back into prayer, back into worship. Are there some areas where we need to allow the seed to be planted in our lives? I mean, the devil likes to snatch those things out of our hearts and out of our lives. He likes it to go in one ear and out the other. He doesn't like us to apply the Word of God to our lives. He likes us, amen, to get to the point where we read something and say, well, surely that doesn't apply to me. It applies to everybody else, but for some reason it doesn't apply to me. The devil likes to convince us of those kind of lies. Are there some areas where you need to let, the, plant, you need to let the, the seed of the Word of God penetrate your heart? Is, do you sense in your spirit that God is wanting to do something more in you? Let me ask you this. Are there some marks, are there some evidence of your growth in the spirit? Do you feel like you've reached a point where you're not moving forward any longer? And if that's the case, let me ask you this question. Are you tired of staying where you're at? Spiritually, are you ready for a spiritual growth spurt? Hmm? If so, it's time to seek the Lord. If so, amen, it's time, amen, to seek the Lord, amen, so that he can rain down that righteousness upon you. Because I can tell you, I look around this congregation, I know some of you shook your heads and said, yep, that's me, yeah, I, I got that going on, yeah, I need to do that. Amen, but I can guarantee you one thing, every single one of you, the seeds planted. Some of them have been planted there for a little while. Amen. We might need to break up our fallow ground in some areas of our lives. But there's some areas in our lives that's got some good soil where the seeds are planted. And God is wanting to do something in your life. He's wanting to do more in your life. He's wanting to take you beyond where you are right now in Him. And He's wanting you to take that next step forward. Amen. In your relationship with Him. If you're seeking, if you'll truly begin to seek him, if, he, if we would truly understand, that's a whole other message. I don't have time for that this morning. If we truly understood what it meant to seek the Lord, amen, and really got serious about that thing, amen, I guarantee you this, God will rain down righteousness upon your heart. God will water those seeds, amen, and you'll start seeing, amen, the fruit, amen, begin to grow, amen, in your lives. Bow your heads with me this morning.